on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Andy and DJ. Cruise the motherfucking internet. And for those of you who are new, cruise the internet is exactly what it sounds like. We're going to put up some headlines on the screen. We're going to talk about them. We're going to make fun of them. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk about how the problem needs to be solved. Uh, and then other times when you tune in, because we're getting a lot of new subscribers, um, we will have different formats of the show. This is CTI. Other times we're going to have Q&AF. Q&AF is exactly what it sounds like. It's a question and answer based show uh, where you get a chance to ask me your questions about literally anything. They can be about personal development. It can be about business. It can be about uh, what's going on in the world. It could be about a problem you're having and, and I'll try to help you. Okay. Um, you could submit those questions through email too. Guys, email those to askandy at andyforseller.com. Or you can also go to the, the Q&AF episodes on YouTube and drop your question in the comments underneath those episodes. For those of you that don't know, because we have been audio exclusive for nearly 10 years, uh, we are uploading the full-length episodes on YouTube. So uh, for those of you that like to watch uh, or want to try something different, that's something that we're going to be doing and doing more of moving into 2023. Uh, other times you see in, we have real talk. Real talk is five to 20 minutes of real talk. Okay. It's just what I think needs to be said. And then we have full length. Full length is where, you know, we get a guest. It's similar to what you see on other podcasts. Um, and we just have conversation. Okay. And for all of this, we do have a fee and the fee for the show is very simple. I don't spend 20 minutes a show reading ad script for some shit that I don't even use because someone's paying me, okay? I like you guys to have the authentic version of me. I'm not going to be leveraged by outside forces in that way and or anyway. And, uh, and I ask very simply that if you get value out of the show, if it gives you something to think about, if it teaches you something, if it helps you win, if it gives you a new perspective, I'm giving you my 24 years of business experience in this show, uh, and I'm pretty fucking good at business. So if you give value out of the show, I ask, that you share the show. That is it. Okay. We, we work entirely off value exchange. If it was good, it's good for you. And it's good for me. Share the show. Okay. That's it. Uh, so when I say pay the fee, that's what that means. Um, and then a little update, you know, those of you who love the MF CEO project, we are bringing that back. That will be on a private platform. Um, it will not be anywhere on YouTube or iTunes or anywhere like that. So keep an eye out for that. And I'll let you guys know when that's going to uh, come back around. So I'm really, really fucking excited about that. I think it's what the world really needs. It's what the younger generation needs. And uh, I just feel called to do it because I, I feel like if we're going to improve culture, we're going to improve what's going on in the world. I have to share what I know about winning and what I know about entrepreneurship and business uh, with you guys. And I'm, I did that for a long time, but I've actually gotten a lot better at what I do. And I've learned a whole lot of new things. So it's going to be a completely different dynamic this time. And I'm excited to share it with you. We've already recorded uh, about 10 episodes for that. And they are fucking awesome. Every single one of them. So, uh, and I say that very humbly. They're better than awesome. <laughs> I'm just saying they're awesome. It, it is the fix though, man. Like people, I think people miss the symbiotic relationship between like the CTI episodes and then the person development part, right? Like, yeah, there's problems, but Here's also how you fucking fix it. Well, you know, look, dude, 
America and, and, and the world used to be designed around personal excellence. Okay, mm-hmm. we, if you go back and you watch the presidential speeches of any president up until the last few, mm-hmm. okay, uh, excluding Trump. Okay, by the way, Trump talked about this all the time. He talked about making America wealthy, talked about personal excellence, raising your standards, becoming successful. These are important elements of a free society because if you want to elevate people to a higher standard of living, they have to be able to see it and feel it and experience it. And a lot of times, the only way that people get to see it, feel it, and experience it is through the story that we individually create. So we all have an obligation as American citizens to become the most successful that we can in whatever we do, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying monetarily, although finances are a huge piece of this. But if you're good at, if you're the best painter or you're the best drywaller or you're the best ditch digger, you're going to fucking make a lot more fucking money than the other guys. And so personal excellence, the raising of standards. You know, I saw a picture of uh of mitch mcconnell and some of these uh government goons with Zelensky after the meeting mm-hmm. they had yesterday and uh you know they're they're these guys are wearing like crinkled up docker khakis this fucking shitty looking blue sport coat and fucking nike tennis shoes like bro you would have never seen that in the history of america before that, that you know what i'm saying yeah. like if you look around in culture and you see what what men are wearing now it looks they look like fucking toddlers bro they're wearing matched sweatpants and sweatshirt sets with like a fucking fanny pack and they're calling it fucking fashion. Bro, right. you look like a fucking toddler. Right. You look like a fucking child, a grown up child. And we have, and, and by the way, I'm in workout clothes. So I work out twice a day and my gym is fucking 30 feet over there. Right. Okay. But when I go What's out pu- public, yeah. yeah, when I go yeah. out public, dude, I take pride in that. And, yeah. and, and dude, we look, people look to the successful members of society for their cues on what their standards should be. And we're not doing a very good job. I could do better. You could do better. Everybody can do better. And the truth of the matter is, is that this is the problem that faces our country. It's the continuous and and intentional uh, diminishing of standards and personal identity. Mm -hmm. And so when I say personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion, it fucking is. And I've explained this many times on the show, but like, bro, they're running a business. They want you to be a mega consumer. That's why they advertise you to be fucking fat. That's why they, they normalize it to be on many different medications. That's why they run commercials for all these medications. That's why it's acceptable to, uh, to be you know 500 pounds now and call yourself healthy. It's not reality, dude. It's fake shit. No. And you ask yourself, well, what does that have to do with, with them? Well, bro, no. No. if you're fat as fuck, you're eating more food and you're sicker. And when you're sicker, you require more medication, which profits to them when you're when you're fat you're probably lazy too which means you're consuming all kinds of digital assets through your phone or through your your portal at home or your computer or your fucking uh tablet or your your tv okay and so you're consuming more and more and more of what they're offering and they are they are now very openly pushing this low standard of living so that we will all become dependent on them in every single way and make them the most money while these motherfuckers are out there training, they're mm-hmm. fucking being healthy. Like, and 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 a big part of America is buying this, which for all of you guys out there with ambition, right? There's no fucking bitches that listen to this show. I'm too hard for those people. Okay. Yeah. So I know everybody listening has a, a, a 
ambition to be better. Some type they, of inclination. They yeah. wouldn't fucking be here right. if they didn't. And what you guys have to understand is that your opportunity to be successful in today's culture, regardless of all the shit that we talk about, the doom and gloom, what these people are trying to do, that's just necessary awareness shit that you need to be aware of. But the reality is, is that we have so many people not trying to do anything more than fucking be what these, these people are telling them to be, that the opportunity to be successful is that much greater. Because there is, you know, when I was 20 years old, everybody wanted to be rich. Right. Everybody wanted to be successful. The competition was high. Now we have this situation where, you know, they've indoctrinated people into this culture of dependency where nobody's trying. So if you're an ambitious human right now, it's never been easier to fucking succeed. We have the right technology. Nobody else is trying. And we have all the opportunity in front of our faces if we're willing to seize it. Mm -hmm. So that's the plus side of this. Um, but yeah, it really is the solution, man. Yeah, It's the solution. Bro. It's always going to be the solution. This is why you don't hear them talking about this. This is also why they villainize winning and they villainize success. And they tell you that the rich people whoever the fuck they are, I guess they're talking about people like me, right. are the fucking problem. When in reality, they're mega rich, okay? And those motherfuckers are the ones propagating you with information that makes you believe that you can't be shit. So who really is the enemy? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway. It's crazy. It's fucked up shit, man. Dude, it's sad. It's sad that people buy it, but yeah. it plays into their natural inclinations, right? Be who you are. Oh, well, my mom's fat. My dad's fat. My fucking aunts and uncles are fat. I guess mm -hmm. I'm just fucking fat. Yeah. Well, I do. I even saw they're this poor. Video. They're poor. Yeah. My family's poor. We've always been poor. Like they're they're removing the natural American tradition yeah. of us working to create a life that is better than what our parents had and put our kids in a position to have a life that's better than what we had. Mm -hmm. And they're removing that intentionally so that the weakest members of society can maintain control and power, revenge of the fucking nerds over everybody else. Yeah. I just saw this video today. Uh, it was it was uh, in a fitness blog, and they were saying like, oh, you should try this new exercise from the 1950s, right? And it's this dude walking down the fucking street, like marching weird. Like, he's like, we know it looks silly, but it works, right? And it's, it's, it's mind-blowing because I'm thinking of it from this standpoint. It's like, people are going to watch that. Like, man, that looks fucking stupid. I'm not doing that. If that's what it takes to be healthy, I'm not doing it, right? But then you see how they demonize things that will actually fucking work. I don't know, like 75 hard, like live hard, right? Oh, and they bro. demonize that shit. It's like- I'm public like, enemy number one for these people. That's what I'm saying. But I'm it's out like, here talking this shit and things, I'm providing people with the program to actually fix their shit. Right. And, and not charging anything. Yeah, that. and it's free. <laughs> it, it just amazes me, man, like how, what, what is, like you, you, it's very easy to see what their priorities are. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, if you pay, if bro, you pay attention, if you if you yeah. can detach yourself from the thought that these people actually care about your well being, and you step back and say, okay, well, just say, what if everything that Andy's saying is right, mm -hmm. and just consider that for a moment, and step back and look at it through that perspective, and you'll see it. It's mm -hmm. fucking right in your face. You know, people don't like to admit it or talk about it or see it because one. There's been a number of abuses via the technology that we have, right? Yeah. We see this through the release of what, what Elon has been uh, showing Twitter. Right, how Twitter, the FBI actually used fake accounts to propagate narratives. Okay. This is proven now. Yeah. Okay. 
to propagate narrative. And by the way, the FBI came out and said, yeah, that's exactly what the fuck we do. I got it right here. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah. We can get into it. Is that what is that one of the things? Yeah. Yeah. Hello, number one. Get right into oh, it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. FBI responds uh, to Twitter files disclosure says uh, it didn't request any action on any specific tweets. Um, and they also made a statement. Um, they also made a statement blasting it as conspiracy theorists over the Twitter files. Yeah, they're talking about us. That's us, yeah. yeah. Saying that they claim to provide any critical... Here's their actual statement. Uh, quote, it's unfortunate that conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit agency inf- uh, uh, to discredit the agency. It's what they said before that, though, that really tells the story. The, the true story, yeah. yeah. So, like, these guys came out and, and put a statement out that basically says hey guys uh yeah we coordinate with all these companies yeah, it's normal business it's normal for us to do that because we want to know where they're basically going to cross the line and we're right. trying to keep them from doing that what they're actually saying is yeah we make them do these things because we don't want those things from happening mm-hmm. and so like dude them coming out and making that statement just shows you that they're actually fucking truly guilty of what they what they're doing and they don't care that's their purpose in their mind and the evidence is there bro if they were really gave a fuck about the american people what they would have said was fuck this is extremely disturbing we need to look into this this is definitely not what we're about right and they would have handled it that way but that's not what they did they told on themselves with this with this release of statement that they said well and there's also there's already been multiple attorneys that have come out some you know uh, class action lawsuits against yeah. it. Um, Yoder suing them. Yoder suing them. There's a couple of other ones. And it's like, it, it's important because, you know, this is the same agency or organization that would be responsible for investigating this. Right. And so it's like, it's no different than the Katie Hobbs overseeing the election that she's in. Like, like you really expect them to do anything about it. It's not, it's not yeah. going to happen, man. And then the evidence is there. Like this but, was, but see, dude, here's the thing. It's going back to what I was talking about a minute ago. People don't realize that all these fucking propaganda, like these people are not just embedded in Twitter. No. They are in all of social media. Mm -hmm. They're in all of media. They're in Hollywood. They're in all of entertainment. Okay. The only reason that certain people become famous actors and certain people don't isn't because these people are gifted fucking actors. It's because they will sell their fucking souls to push the propaganda to live in a $70 million house in fucking Beverly Hills, which is why Mark Wahlberg fucking left Hollywood and fucking went to Nevada and said, I'm fucking done with this shit. Mm -hmm. He got all his tattoos removed, totally converted to Catholicism. He's totally changed his life because he recognized what the fuck these people have actually been doing. And so, you know, and by the way, respect to that dude for doing that. Fuck yeah. So I've always liked that dude. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. He, he's the same one that has the 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 Whataburgers or the yeah the yeah they Wahlberg do burgers dude, or yeah he's like done that. Yeah. A, I mean he's been around forever but he's done a million entrepreneur providing yeah. jobs careers yeah, yeah. It's fucking cool dude and and so dude like uh so like people don't realize that like these social narratives right like the idea that you could promote someone who's four hundred pounds on the cover of Health magazine. That's coming from our own three-letter agencies as a propaganda push. Right. Okay. All this woke shit, that's coming from the compliance dictated from the World Economic Forum through our own three-letter agencies into our fucking government, into our big corporations, into big tech, into Hollywood, schools, into, our, into the schools, yeah. higher education and lower education now. And so, like, dude, you guys say, oh, well, that's fucking conspiracy. No. 
The reason that the FBI is saying the statement that they're saying, which is, hey, this is normal business, what we do, is because they understand that what's going to come out down the pipe is what I just said. Mm -hmm. They're going to be implicated and interfering in all of these things. And it's all going to come out because of what Elon's doing. So it's really powerful shit. I mean, like if you really look at the weight of the, I mean, it's, it's it's a massive amount of of unveiling, right? The veil's being lifted, you know. And now, obviously, this is speculation, right? I just oh, I, allegedly, I have yeah. to say that. By the way, for any of you wondering, the whole entire show is speculation. It always has been, <laughs> but I've always speculated correctly. That's yeah, exactly. Weird, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so here, here, like here's one of the emails uh, that was released in the Twitter files. It says, uh, "Hello, Twitter contacts." This now look at the date on this, bro. November tenth. 2022 okay hello twitter contacts fbi san francisco is notifying you of the below accounts which may potentially constitute violations of twitter's terms and service for any action or inaction deemed appropriate within twitter policy and he lists about four accounts best regards fred fbi san francisco right um a twitter employee responded that three of the four accounts were suspended um, and ask someone else uh, at the company to review the fourth account flagged by the FBI for, quote, possible civic misinformation. Um, one of the uh, accounts that was suspended, all the tweet said was on November 8th, it says, quote, I want to remind Republicans to vote tomorrow, Wednesday, November 9th. That's all the tweet said. That's election interference. Like, dude, look. the shit's deep. No, it's so deep that people aren't going to be able to comprehend People aren't putting together the two, like the two, the two main stories that have come out. They're not, people aren't putting it together at, at the level that we need them to put it together. Mm-hmm. You have the story that came out last week that Tucker Carlson covered about the CIA being involved in the death of United States of president. sitting U.S. Kennedy, president. Yes. Okay. Richard Nixon has a famous quote, and you can go look it up. And it says, me and Lyndon both wanted to be president. I, the difference is I just wasn't willing to kill for it. Mm-hmm. Now, Go look at what Lyndon Johnson was before he was fucking president. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just say that. Go do your research and see what he did before that. Right. All right. And what Robert Kennedy said was they completed a coup d'etat in 1963. Okay. So if you take those things now, now speculation. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and you fucking take what that, what is shown. Like if the CIA really did that. Okay. But that's really what happened, which by the way, there was a supportive quote that Tucker mentioned on the show, and it basically said, yes, the CIA was involved in the, in the killing of, Pre- of President Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate because everything that we think about this country, uh, it, it's a very different country than what we think it is. Everything is fake. Right. Now, who speaks like that? Trump. Okay. Now, who has access to that information? Trump. And who else? Uh, the CIA directors. Okay. So we know fucking Brennan didn't say it. Right. And we know uh, What's-His-Face didn't say it. Pompeo? Uh, Yeah, they didn't say it. Pompeo wouldn't even go on Fox News to fucking talk about it. No. Okay? When he's been on there a thousand times. Okay? (laughs) So the only other people that could have access to that would be presidents. That Mm -hmm. means Trump. That means Biden. That Mm -hmm. means Obama. Right. That means George Bush. Right. That means Bill Clinton. And the ones before that are fucking dead, unless you go back to Jimmy Carter, Mm -hmm. who's coming this time's coming speculation so it could have only come from one of those men right now who speaks like that trump we all know that trump speaks like yeah. that 
Okay, so if Trump had access to the information and he he agreed to say this anonymously, you had Tucker say, now this is someone who knows, who had access to the information. This is not some someone who's hearsay. This is this is someone that we know had access to the information. That leaves only one person, which mm-hmm. is Trump. No. Now, if Trump's saying that everything is fucking fake, which he has been saying for years and years and years, and nobody fucking listened to him, everybody thought he was just being an asshole. And then we have Elon Musk releasing all this information about the three-letter agencies interfering with censorship, okay, and propping up with fake accounts, because this was part of Twitter Files 8, propping up with fake accounts their narrative that they wanted to push, okay, and then suppressing, which has been in all the Twitter files, the conservative uh, dissenting viewpoint, which, which represents the majority of America. So what they've effectively done is they have created a situation where the the progressive communist narrative is pumped up, okay? The Me Too movement, the fucking BLM, uh, Ukraine, all these social movements, okay? The vaccine, mass, political correctness. You can say this, but you can't say this. Otherwise, we cancel you. The way they were canceling people, bro, was by using bots to swarm their accounts. And if you remember, I t- if you guys have been listening for a while, I talked about this because this happened to me in 2016. Mm-hmm. I made a post that was critical of Hillary Clinton, and within five minutes, I had over 10,000 comments, which is literally fucking impossible. Right. That's where I saw it. That's when I first saw it. And I've been talking about this since then. So we have a situation where potentially the three-letter agencies, the CIA, the FBI, and probably all the rest of them too, mm-hmm. have been propagating a narrative over the course since 1963 to today to remove American culture from society and replace it with a globalist culture, which is communism. They call it stakeholder capitalism, but it's fucking communism. Right. Okay. Is that their new term for it? That's what they've always called it. That's what Klaus Schwab calls it. He's got a book called stakeholder capitalism and it's communism. Okay. So it's, it's dressed up communism because if they said, hey, we're going to do communism, everybody would fucking freak out. Freak out right. Okay. But this dude gives speeches in front of the bus of Lenin, Stalin, okay, Mao. These are the fucking most dangerous communists that have ever existed. All right. They've killed more people than fucking anything. Yeah. So what we have going on and what he what I believe Trump meant when he said this is fake was that they are creating an illusion via technology that they are the majority and we are the minority. When you think of what demoralization is actually about, demoralization is exactly about that. We go to the grocery store and we look at food and we all fucking, we're looking around and we're like, fuck, this is fucking crazy, bro. I'm paying 20 fucking dollars for some chicken breasts. I was paying $4, $6 for fucking two years ago. Mm -hmm. And we're all looking around and we're looking around at everybody else and we're like, fuck, am I the only one that fucking thinks this? Because we've been abused and silenced for 10 plus years since the advent of techno- this social media phenomenon, right? Which really caught on with everybody around 2008, 9, 10. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, you know, if you say this or not that, or if you go against the fucking far left liberal trend, uh, which is not liberal anymore, it's communist, okay? I don't have a problem with the traditional liberals. I actually think they have really good hearts and they're not smart enough to understand good policy. Yeah. That's where our differences of opinion will fucking be. I have lots of friends who believe that way. In fact, 
if we scaled back 15 years, I'm a fucking liberal. Okay. Like I don't believe that people should be told what to do. I'm in favor of very small government. I'm, I don't judge people for their personal decisions. If someone wants to be gay, they want to be transsexual. I don't care, but I do care when you start fucking with kids. Okay. So, and I think most people feel that way. I think most of America is now, they're not even conservative anymore. They're fucking more moderate in the middle. They just don't want to be fucked with. And so now we're dealing with this perception that's crumbling quickly, which is great, that they have all the numbers and we have none of the numbers. When in reality, it's the opposite. Complete inverse. Yes, opposite. because yeah. dude, when we had polls going on during the pandemic that said, would you... Yahoo did a poll in specific that really caught my eye about this. They did a poll that said, would you visit a restaurant? Now, this is the height of the vaccine hysteria, right? Mm -hmm. and, and they started asking for vac vaccine identification to go eat, okay? Which is fucking insane. I still think any restaurant did that. You should never fucking go to them again. Ever, ever, ever. Because it shows that they're willing to enforce shit that is fucking evil. Well, anyway... And being scared isn't a fucking reason. If you're that scared, shut your fucking shit down. Right. Okay. Um, but anyhow, we have this perception that's crumbling of people, of, of, of the, the majority of America is now figuring out that they are not the minority. They are the majority. And these people are the minority and they've been propped up by false numbers. This is why the fucking far left is completely quiet right now. They're mm -hmm. not saying shit yeah. because they're getting fucking destroyed every time they do. And it's, not, it's an awakening for them because they're, they're getting scared. Like if you saw um, uh, the one actor, Tim Robbins, I don't know if you saw him, but he came out and said uh, basically that, you know, he had regrets about how aggressive he was against people who didn't want to take the vaccine, didn't wear masks. Mm -hmm. He realized he was wrong. But, he, but bro, if you watch the interview, it's not authentic. He's an actor, okay? And anybody who has, you know, some sort of acuity to be able to recognize when people are full of shit, he's saying this shit not because he believes it, because he realizes he's on the wrong side. Now he's fucking scared. Right. Because this was crimes against humanity. People are fucked up for life from this. If you go back and watch the fucking videos that these people aggressively pushed this vaccine and how they did it, and how they villainized anybody who was against them. Bro, you have Sean Penn coming out recently I'm saying, saying he just came out. Yeah. should be in jail. Bro, you're on the wrong you're team. You're still talking about it, bro. bro. <laughs> you're on the wrong team, bro. I'm going to tell you this. It's very dangerous for you right now. You take that however the fuck you want. Yeah. Because the majority of America has realized, number one, that you Hollywood fuckers have all been fucking manipulated to have a voice when none of us actually give a fuck what you say. Number two, we're all recognizing that the whole thing got played and that motherfucker who's the king of virtue signaling, he's in fucking Haiti. He's in fucking Ukraine. You know, he's got to have his nose and fucking everything. And this dude thinks his e he's, he, he's egotistical as fuck and he mm -hmm. thinks he's more influential than he is and he's still calling for it. Yeah. He's used to this shit being propped up. Bro, this shit was crimes against humanity. The, what's happened right now, dude, think of all the people that will never be able to have children now. No. Think of all the people, these young people that are literally falling over fucking dead. Like this is really happening. And you can tell it's happening because every time you say something about it, they fucking say, well, that's rude to talk about. Well, it wasn't rude for you to tell me I couldn't come in your fucking restaurant because I didn't have a fucking vaccine. Right. It wasn't rude for you, for you to tell me that I belong in a fucking camp. It wasn't rude for you to tell me that I can't fucking 
go certain places and that I need to be charged criminally. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, when 50, 40 something percent of Democrats said that unvaxxed people should have their kids taken away from them. That wasn't rude. Yeah. So basically, this whole thing is crumbling, which is great, mm-hmm. but it also creates a situation where they're very dangerous. Well, you're backing a dog in the corner. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, these people are not going to just give up. No. So my my guess, like I've said, I don't know how many times over the last couple of years is they're going to they're going to start a world war or they're going to do the fucking pandemic again. And it looks like it's going to be option B because all these people uh, just participated in a second exercise that was very similar to what they did pre-COVID, which was called Event 201. If you don't know Event 201, you should go look up what it was. They ran a pandemic exercise three months before the pandemic hit worldwide. And they just ran another one, except this time the virus is much more deadly. And by the way, it targets your children. And if you go back to what Bill Gates said with his wife, Melinda, when they were together and a reporter asked them about compliance with the vaccine, he said, oh, well, you don't have a fucking choice. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Right after that, he said, uh, he goes, and if they don't get it this time, and he looked at his wife, he goes, they'll get it next time. And that should scare the fuck out of everybody. Shit. These people think they're above the fucking law. And like I told you, if we do not demand accountability, they will continue to do it again and again and again because it works for them. Mm-hmm. They got richer. They removed the peasants from society. When they see one of these young people dying, they don't think, oh, dude, that's such a tragedy. They think, okay, that's one less person we got to fucking worry about. Mm-hmm. And like we're, most people are such good-hearted, like moral people that they can't comprehend that other people think of us like that. They look at us like we're a fucking parasite. They look at us like we're the peasants and they're the royalty. In right. their minds, that's what it is. That's how it is. Yeah. 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 Like, dude, what our, what our country is right now is no different than what countries were 500, 600, 1,000 years ago. There's an elite ruling class, and then there's fucking peasants. Mm-hmm. And by the way, certain peasants like me can become reasonably successful, but you can't get so successful that you get on their level because then they, they oppress you with the tax code. You're an actual threat. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's what the tax code is all about. The tax code is not about funding the government, motherfucker. These people don't spend your money responsibly. Anybody who watches oh. it knows that. The tax code is 100% about keeping people poor so that they cannot gain enough financial power to do things like what Elon's doing. Mm -hmm. So we need a new play. We need a new system. We need a new America. For real. We really do. So there's a couple options on how to do that. (laughs) I'll let you guys figure it out. One of them would be to get all these old fucks out of office completely. We got some new people in, right? We got, but like, they're not nearly aggressive enough to do what needs to be done. No, they're still playing the same game. I know. Because, dude, when you're in the club, now you're part of the royalty. Now you get the, exactly. you get the riches. You get the ends. You, you can get, get in the club if you shut the fuck up. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. George Carlin said this, bro. It was one of his most famous stand-up routines ever. You know George Carlin? He's a fam- that, the old yeah, man yeah, comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, he's fucking hilarious. He don't hilarious. get no fucks. Yeah. yeah but he, he, would, he has this very famous um, skit that he does about how that's a club that we ain't in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it yeah. doesn't matter how much money I make. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter. We ain't fucking in it. And we ain't ever going to be in it. And you don't want to be in it. Yeah, that's right. Like, it's time for us to take that shit back and make it our fucking club. Right. 
But yeah, Twitter files. That was headline number one. Moving right along. Headline number two. Uh, headline number two. Uh, our boy SBF got out. Did you see that? I did. I did. Did that happen today? It just happened, yeah. Yeah. Because I thought I saw yesterday that he was getting transferred to the same jail that Epstein was at. Yeah, so he he was being he was, he was transferred to the exact same jail that Jeffrey Epstein allegedly committed sh- uh, suicide. Um, <clears throat> but then the judge just granted uh, him to be released on a two hundred and fifty million dollar bond. Now I thought I thought he only had like a hundred k left to his name. So how did that? Where did that, where? Where did that come from? I don't know. I've heard many different stories. I heard them say he only had a hundred grand left. I heard him say, and dude, most Americans won't ever even have a hundred grand. Ever no, in their whole fucking liquid life. in their fucking account. Whole, fuck ever no. in their whole life, bro. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. People like this who agree to do evil shit in the interest of these people in government can be made. They can be made into everything. Like that's what people are not understanding. Yeah. Your stars, your Hollywood celebrities. Your entertainers, your your people that you think have you have traditionally thought were like the coolest people, they are they are fucking made based upon, yes, they have to have some star power, but there's plenty of other stars that are just as good that don't make it because they aren't willing to go along with the shit. Right. Right. So Bro, that was this video I just saw of Oprah. Uh, just came out today. Uh, some some lady was talking to her on the street or whatever, and she's like, Oprah asked, her, "Oh, what are you gonna get for Christmas? You should give her this gift. I guess it's one of Oprah's things." And she's like, "Yeah, but I can't afford this. A hundred dollars." And Oprah's like, "What? Well, it's just a hundred dollars." Ah, bro, those people don't have. They They're have no, so out of touch. They have no concept. Like, bro, it's seven dollars for gas, and you're fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they're so out bro, of touch. Bro, these people listen. I only have a hundred thousand dollars left. Yeah, like, poverty, <laughs> poverty is their weapon yeah when you're in mm. poverty you cannot fight back yeah when you're in poverty you can't circumvent the healthcare system mm-hmm. when you're in yeah. poverty you can't well, do no. anything other than accept what the fuck they give to you which is the point and the way that they keep people in poverty is by a cultural message that they send right rich people are evil successful right. people are evil you don't want to be that be happy with what you have right and then by the way what do they teach you in school? Let's think about this. They, I was talking to my buddy. I have a buddy who was here this morning who's a professional athlete. And he's made over $100 million in his career. I'm not going to say his name. We were talking. You might have heard us. I don't know if you heard us, but we were talking about how people have no concept of how little amounts of money they are, act- they are actually made to believe are a lot of money. Okay, so like when yeah. you when you go through school, we had this conversation. Yes, yeah. when you go through school, like when I was in school, bro, and I know it's a little different now, and people are making a little more money now. But like, dude, if you if you graduated and you made sixty fucking grand, seventy grand, you were fucking rich. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And they teach you that. Like, who told us that? Who told us that seventy grand was a lot of money? Mm. Who told us? Like, if you go to most people and you say, "Hey, how'd you like to make a hundred grand a year?" They'd be like, "Fuck yeah." Fuck yeah, I'm fucking balling. The six figures? Okay, I'm yeah. making, but dude, people don't understand that that does not go for, go ask anybody you know that makes a hundred grand, ask them if they feel rich. Right. They're going to fucking tell you no because it isn't a lot of money. So that's part of the indoctrination that they do to us. They teach us mm. to, to be grateful for crumbs 
When in rea- and then and then not only just be grateful for crumbs, but then to think the crumbs are the whole buffet. And that's not reality. That's why it's important for you to set your standards much higher than yeah. what they tell you, because that's the truth. Like your goal should be to figure out a way to make at least a half a million dollars a year. Okay. That's that's that is like baseline. That's a slice of a pie. That's that's <laughs> like you're not gonna fucking suffer. Right. Okay. But they teach us that suffering is is great. It's noble. Yes. No, 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 no. You gotta understand. It's not noble, bro. They they're teaching us that if we suffer, we're actually winning mm-hmm. because of the amounts that they tell us that are relevant. You see what I'm saying? So this is part of what they do. They teach us that we are far less capable than what we actually are intentionally, that we can earn far less, that we can't do anything great, that the people in Hollywood are royalty, the people and politicians are the best and brightest, and we're just not that. We're just the regular little peasants that need to fucking accept what the fuck we have. And by the way, you better be thankful for it. Mm. That's what they teach us. And that's the dangerous mentality that has crept into America. That is part of the demoralization. This is why when I say personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion, this is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, this dude was made. Okay. There's not, we've all seen the videos of of SBF. He's, he's a fucking idiot. Okay. They took this fucking idiot kid. They directed him to do all this shit. Now he's caught his life's ruined. They're probably going to kill him. So he doesn't tell anything, mm-hmm. you know, even and, CNN's talking about the Jeffrey Epstein sale situation. Like, well, like, look, dude, it's this motherfucker about to get Epstein. Listen, bro, <laughs> if I'm if I'm him, I'm figuring out a way to dis- fuck, disappear right yeah. now. Yeah, well, that was part of his conditions of release. So the the two hundred and fifty million dollar bond, which for those that don't understand, like I mean, obviously he's not paying two hundred and fifty million dollars. Most places, it's you pay ten percent cash. Yeah, right? it's still twenty five. It's still twenty five million fucking dollars. He shouldn't have bond. No, like like look, dude, he got played. He's not no. the mastermind. The mastermind, by the way, is the same motherfuckers that we covered in topic one. Mm-hmm. They connect with these people. They put these ideas in their head. They present the connections and the opportunity for them to do it. And those people kind of walk themselves into it. Right. Oh, it was his idea. Yes. Yeah. You know, this, like we do. And the craziest part to me, man, is like, you know, with the whole SBF thing, it all uncovered how the money laundering shit was going on. Like how this, how these people were getting fun, funded. Right. And, and, what blows my mind is they're not done. They're still they're still doing the shit that's very very obvious. You know what I'm saying? Like with that new omnibus bill that just got passed. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't understand how these spending bills get going and 1.7 trillion spending spending bill, right? But when you dive into what's actually included in those spending Here, bills, I'll read this shit off. 65 million for restoration of Pacific salmon populations. 3 million for bee-friendly highways. million for Michelle Obama Trail, 3 million for LGBTQ Museum in New York City, 200 million for Gender Equity and Equality Action Fund, $477,000 for equity training for teachers, $300,000 per year for the continuous plankton recorder. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Nobody knows. What the fuck is a B-friendly highway? Bro, who fucking knows? But here's the reality. (laughs) All of that money is stolen right like bro those people who file those projects are in on the game Mm -hmm. so how it works is okay i want 3.6 i'm me and -hmm. i write to these guys i call up my fucking friends who are senators yeah i'm gonna be the senator yeah Yeah. and i say hey bro i need 3.6 million dollars for uh the michelle obama trail okay okay 
And 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 then like we don't say this on the phone, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes they do, and sometimes they say it in an email because they're Let's fucking, go to golf. They fucking go. they go golf, yeah. or they go fucking dinner, and they say, "All right, here's how it's going to work, bro. I'm going to take a million bucks, mm-hmm. okay, and we're going to build this trail, and the two point six million that's left, we're going to fucking split, right? So I'm going to get half, and then I'm going to donate half to your fucking campaign. Oh, that's and that's how the fuck this works. And we'll put it inside this bill, yes. three thousand pages. They won't even fucking yes. question about. It. People aren't, people aren't understanding we're being robbed every fucking day, mm-hmm. every day. And by the way, this is going to cause hyperinflation where this is going to cause for your money to be worth less than it even is already. That, yeah. And we've already experienced tremendous inflation over the highest inflation in 40 fucking years. So your dollars, that pack of chicken that was $6 that is now $20 is going to be fucking $27. Mm-hmm. Speculation. Dude, these people are trying to run all this shit through before they get the fuck out. Right. And then they have the nerve to say, this is what we want. <laughs> like, it's priority number one. Oh, yeah. That, that omnibus bill, what, $44 billion to Ukraine? Yeah. Wasn't it that? Put it, that will put them over the $100 billion. It, didn't, didn't Zelensky come in yesterday in front of our whole entire fucking Congress and uh, pretty much say it wasn't enough? Yeah. Headline number three. Uh, banner day for Ukraine heroes. Zelensky's in D.C. First of all, the guy's a fucking twerp. Bro. Okay, he's little. He's smaller than even Joe Biden. There's a picture of him, Biden, and Joe Biden. Well, if you know how how big Nancy is, there you go. Bro. He, he's smaller than Nancy Pelosi. And this guy with this fucking raspy voice, who they've again made, made. Yes. into a. He is an actor. He's a fucking actor. Like and, literally, <laughs> yes. And they put him in front of a microphone. And he, I got like he's some sort of like grunt fucking bad at, bro. You're a pussy bitch. Yeah. Like this guy's not a fucking hero. He's in the game with these fuckers stealing our fucking money. It's a movie, bro. I got a quick clip for us here. here here's a quick clip of him talking. Ladies and gentlemen, Americans, yesterday before coming here to Washington, D.C., I was at the front line. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the toughest man of the world. I make all the bitches pussies wet. That's what he says. Yeah, I know, bro. Like this guy. (laughs) And then you have these Hollywood fuckers. Remember when all the shit cracked off and you had all the fucking Hollywood women saying, oh, Zelensky's so hot. Like they're making him into this thing. You don't think that's feeding his fucking ego? That's like it's feeding his ego. Listen, bro, this motherfucker has fucking boats houses, yeah. fucking luxuries all over the fucking planet that you and I fucking paid for. Thanks. And what's crazy is how they're all propping them up. So no, dude, are, dude, it's disgusting. It's not crazy. It's well, disgusting. Yeah. How the fuck do we have a world leader, quote unquote, in our fucking capital addressing our fucking government with his fucking flag telling us that we better fucking support them and that the support that we've given isn't good enough. Fuck you, bro. He ain't our fucking friend. Those people ain't our friends and they're fucking up our whole fucking shit. We got homeless people in every fucking city. We got violent crime in every fucking city. Borders. We, we Fucking borders wide open. We have all these fucking plights of our own country and these fucking out of touch criminal fucks continue to send this money over to these people. So that it can be washed and redistributed back to them. That's what the fuck is going on. Anyway. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. 
I'm the toughest guy ever. Motherfucker ain't even out in the fucking field, bro. They put him on a green screen. Yeah, that's what well, that's what he was trying to say this week. Like, I just left the front lines of Bermuda, and we are waiting, bro. Well, guys, that was our uh, those are our three headlines. The final section of the show, as always, we have thumbs up. Uh, show a headline. You don't get two thumbs up, two thumbs somewhere you don't want them. And with that being said, our headline reads. Uh, Commanders player breaks down after first Pro Bowl selection. An emotional video. Uh, it's a cool little story, um, but I got I do got some some backup convo on this. But uh, article reads: Washington Commander safety Jeremy Reeves was speechless when he found out he'd represent the team at the NFL Pro Bowl. The NFL announced their Pro Bowl selections Wednesday night as the league's top players were voted by fans, players, and coaches. Uh, Reeves, who went undrafted in 2018 was one of four commanders players to earn a spot in the annual game uh, which will take place in february at allegiant stadium in las vegas uh, an emotional clip head coach ron rivera was surprised wide receiver terry mclaurin uh, defensive lineman jonathan allen uh, and punter uh, tress way uh, before calling reeves into the locker room here's a quick clip for you i'm only going to tell you one other guy okay, okay. and can i ask who yeah who? Jeremy. Oh my no, God! But you, but you can't say anything, okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to him. I'm gonna talk to him uh, right after his defensive meeting. Okay. Oh hell no! Pull him out of that, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Kid you? I wanna, I wanna be here when you tell him. I'll, I'll hide, but like, yeah. can okay. I, can I be here when you tell Reeves? Um, yeah, you can. I'm happy to have you here. You, Jeremy? No, I got no. Um, yeah. Don't mind him. We're just finished. I gotta finish that up in a second. But listen, um. Congratulations. You're the Pro Bowl special teams guy. Fuck, dude. That's badass. That's pretty cool. That is super cool. Everything you've done. Yeah, so I mean, at the time of his Pro Bowl selection, he had 17 tackles. Uh, He uh, appeared in each of the commander's 14 games. Uh, Reeves shouted out to his friends, teammates, uh, and his late mother, his biggest fan, who died on Thanksgiving Day. Um, he was notified right after this game uh, in 2021 after this selection. It says, quote, Mama, you've been working. Reeves tweeted, uh, thank you to my fans, my teammates, family in the city of Pensacola. Delayed, not denied. <clears throat> Man, dude. Obviously fucking cool. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's awesome, dude. I do have one gripe. What's that? Can they go back to just being the fucking Redskins? Uh, well, Okay. So we're gonna have the topic number four. I mean, we're gonna have topic saying. number four after. I'm just saying. Okay, let's let's break this down. I'm just saying. Let's break this down. Um, the 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 Redskins who honored Native American warrior class, okay, are now replaced by commanders, the white <laughs> fucking men <laughs> who actually fucking killed the Native Americans. Right. Okay. Makes sense. All right. Makes perfect sense. Um. Indians, a traditional team from a hundred years honoring Native Americans, not fucking slandering them, mm-hmm. is now the guardians. Okay, so we're removing actual icons of these cultures. Aunt Jemima, mm-hmm. okay? Aunt Uncle Jemima, ben. the most famous pancake syrup that ever existed. We can remove this woman's face from the logo, all right? But Quaker Oats, who actually came here and killed (laughs) Native Americans and people of color, Quaker, okay, they get to stay. No, they're great. Okay? 
So this is all backwards. Like you got, like you guys are all being played. They're removing the national recognition heroes in the name of it's offensive. Who is it offensive to? Yeah, I was fine with Angel Man. I was cool with it. How does the black community? How does the black community feel about them removing Uncle Ben Mm -hmm. from Uncle Ben's rice when in reality it's one of the very few black icons in any sort of logo or brand ever, Mm -hmm. but all the white ones get to stay. Right. Those are fine. Okay. Now, Uncle John's fine. Hold on. There's a poll that came out that said nine in 10 Native Americans are not offended by the Redskins name. Do you know why that is? Because it's not Native Americans that got it removed. It's upper class, white, liberal, mostly women who decided that shit's offensive and then make a fucking stink. And by the way, who propagates that movement of cancel culture? Oh, it's the three-letter agencies. The bots and the... There we go. Oh, man. Okay, so now we have... And so, and dude, by the way, these people are all far left and, uh, and they claim to be the party of all the underrepresented minority culture. Now, how right. does that work? So if you represent already un- underrepresented culture, all right, and then you go to cancel these iconic brands that represent these cultures right. in the name of it being offensive, how the fuck do you guys, and all of you guys, I'm talking to all groups, how do we as a whole not recognize that the mere fact of removing these logos from those items is racist in itself? And these are the people who claim to represent these communities. Someone and another one, a couple dudes I know, have been telling people for years and years and years that the Democrats of today are consistently and intentionally hurting the minority communities. They are the people who are the most racist. Who fixated on race the most? Those people. The racist. That's exactly right. So now you have a situation where there's communities in this country that have been brainwashed so hard that they believe that they're voting for the people that actually care about them when the people they're voting for are actually the people creating their fucking pressing down and oppression in this society. This is bullshit, okay? All of those names should be restored. All of those name changes and the traditions behind them should be restored. I want Uncle Ben on my fucking rice, bro, and I want fucking Aunt Jemima on my pancake syrup. You know why? Mm -hmm. Because it's fucking badass, and it's part of American culture, and it should be celebrated. I want the Washington Redskins. I want the Cleveland Indians, and most other people do as well. This idea that this shit offends anybody is fucking bullshit yeah and everybody knows it. everybody does know it yeah everybody does know it so when are we fucking putting them back michelle 2024 baby. i'm just saying when are we putting them back <laughs> it needs to happen i'm being dead no, serious real shit, like it needs to happen these need to be restored bro and jemima is not just the best pancake syrup it's one of the most iconic brands in America, and it always has been. Right. Mrs. Butter, Butter, uh, Buttersworth is fine, though. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's fucked up, man. Like, bro, this, this shit, cancel culture's fucking fake. Who's been telling you this? Mm, what's the guy's name? Who, no, I'm being serious, bro. Who's been telling you? I own a shit ton of companies. 
Okay. And, and it's not hard to figure out which ones I own. And every single time I've said some offensive shit, quote unquote, offensive shit, my company grew because I'm telling the truth. And most common sense people recognize the truth. There's nothing about lifting up minority cultures in this country when you're removing their fucking brand images from some of the most iconic brands that are available. Mm -hmm. So that's topic number four. Yeah, Merry I mean, Christmas. You guys. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, man, truth is a universal language, bro. What do you think? Uh, yes. I, I want fucking Andrew Mama back. That's how we pronounce it in the hood, if you guys didn't know. I'm not, I'm not, be, I'm not pronouncing it wrong. That's saying Jermaine. Yeah. I think you just made that shit I'm, up. I'm, I think you fucking mispronounced it. And then right, you tried listen, to, bro. You tried I, making I, it I was, I, listen. What do you I think? I wasn't wrong. I think that's what he did. Yeah, he I was. Up I was not wrong. He fucked up. That's like that's like a dude. That's like a dude out in the outfield when you're playing baseball and he misses an easy fly ball and he gets up limping. And he's like, oh, I fucking got hurt. Right? I wasn't. I was or not, like a guy was, was who like trips on? over like a little crack in the sidewalk yeah. and then does like a somersault, gets back up and acts like they meant to do it. What, was I wrong on grape soda? All soccer players. Huh? Grape soda. Was I wrong on grape soda? What, what What do you mean? Which part? You don't remember the the the, the walk around the building? Everybody talking about grape soda. No, you have to remind me. It's Angel Mama. <laughs> I remember cream soda. I remember you trying to say it, only white people like cream yeah, soda. Yeah, that is not fucking true. But that was proven on their walk. No, that, on the oh because oh, oh yeah because one other black man <laughs> said it that's true. It was three other people who they were all black. They all did it. They nah, all bro, said it. that doesn't mean it's true. Okay, all right, that doesn't mean it's true. Cream soda is good shit, bro. <laughs> Makes sense. I get it. I get it. I get it. Well, a thumbs up for, for Jeremy Reeves. That was just, fucking cool. I just, I just wish they, they bring the shit back. Hey, that was cool. Yeah. That was badass. 100%. And, and congrats to that dude. Like, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. See, that, that what, what people miss with that is that that's a lot of work when nobody believes in you. Mm. It's so much harder to work hard when no one fucking believes in you. Like that's hard as fuck to do, right? Like when you're when you're a star, or at least drafted, and you have some validation that you belong there. It, it's 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 easier for you to believe yourself when other people believe in you, right? Yeah. But mm -hmm. when people don't believe in you, you go undrafted. You fucking have to work your way in. You have to do these things, bro. There's tons of mental anguish and analyzation and agony and fucking doubt and frustration that happens. And like, dude, you could see it on this man's face. Like, dude, he feels validated. Mm -hmm. Like, I fucking made it. Mm -hmm. Bro, that, that, that video is awesome, it. dude. Yeah, you fucking yeah. earned it, bro. It's fucking cool, bro. Yeah. I love it. What, what, he's a special teamers? Uh, yeah, special teamers. Uh, but he's a fly around guy. I mean, dude's got 17 tackles, yeah. bro. I mean, I mean to get 17 tackles uh, it, on special teams, is, yeah. that means you're making fucking plays. Yeah. So that's badass, man. I love it, man. <clears throat> but guys, Andy, that's all I got. Yeah, guys, go pay the fee. Yeah, went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed, closed.